The home of the Flyers, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Hey, everybody. Welcome into Flyer Feedback. It's John Bedell, former Flyer Nate Green, and you here after a Dayton win, 68-61. The Flyers get the win after the Fordham Rams tried to extend a game that literally nobody wanted to see any more of. <laughs> so, luckily, Dayton ends it. A seven-point winner gets the Flyers, too. 13-7 and seven overall, 5-2 and two now in A-10 play. And, Nate, it's always a good night when you can not lose to Fordham. Because, as we know, when you do that, people don't forget it. Uh, yeah, that's true. Um, it actually didn't look as good as I thought it should have been. Um, we should have beat this team by at least – we was up 14 the most of the game. Then they had some runs. But we should have beat them by at least 20, 25. Uh, we just young. We're young. We got to learn how to play a whole 40-minute game and not play in spurts. And the good thing about everything, though, is that uh, we withstand – the uh, Fordham runs that they gave us um, because Fordham did have quite a few runs and got back into the game, cut it down. To, I want to say it was like at four at one point, but um, most of the time they was cutting it down to like six or seven points. And uh, we withstood that and we came out with a victory. Yeah, Dayton's biggest lead was 14 a couple of different times throughout the game. And every time Dayton would pull away, Nate, uh, Fordham, you know, they'd rip off a little mini run, 10-2, something like that, and they'd get themselves back into, um, you know, within arm's length of Dayton. But, you know, you look at the final score and, you know, seven, and as this game was going along, I'm kind of thinking to myself, listening to Larry and Brooks, like, is this game not as close as it feels? Was it closer than it feels? Like, it was just a weird, weird flow to the game to me. Yeah, I mean, the Fordham had a weird uh... – dynamic themselves of how they was guarding us and um their whole approach to the game was a little weird you know they was uh, leaving some of our players open forcing them to make shots forcing them to make plays and um you know we did it sometimes and then sometimes we didn't what's the thought process behind that that defensive strategy nate because brooks kept talking about it with larry that it was unorthodox where they're sagging off of purposely both molly smith and tumani kamara basically just daring the both of them to shoot yeah, well, um, you know, as a coach, you see young players, um, you throw things out at them like that so that it makes them make decisions. And when you haven't been put in those positions a lot of times, the decisions you make aren't that good. And being young, they were hoping that they were going to make mistakes that was going to cost them and uh, cause turnovers so that they can capitalize on it. But um, we withstood it, and um, we came out on top. Uh, we had some good things, and we had some bad things. You know, it, it's always good that you can go back to a game and look at it and learn from it and get a victory, and that's what we did. Uh, I mean, if we're trying to play in the postseason or go even, go further, we got to take care of the ball. I mean, we have 18 turnovers against any other team that we play. Um, you know, we play St. Bonnie, and we have 18 turnovers. It's not going to look good for us. I think it is. You know, I think you, you can file this one away in a win's a win because – it's good to see this team, Nate, get a win when maybe they didn't play their sharpest today because we just watched them on Saturday drop a game on the road where they weren't able to figure out a way to get it done. Yeah. They only scored 49 points, so they just lost on Saturday a game that you know they, they couldn't find a way to pull it out. Well, here, you know, maybe it shows a little bit of growth between Saturday and today, getting back up on the horse and winning a game where maybe you didn't play your sharpest. Yeah, um... You can look at it that way, or you can look at it, we still got a little ways to go. Um, like I said, you know, everybody is not at rocket science and is not an invisible, but everybody knows we're young. 
and we have pretty much the whole team are freshmen or sophomores, and we have to learn how to fight through these kind of things. And as time goes on, we will become better at this. Um, you know, a lot of people will wish we could just snap our fingers and it just be fixed like that, but it's not. It takes repetition and practice, and we just have to get back to the drawing board, get in practice, and get after it and just focus on those little things because the little things is going to separate us when the postseason comes. Yep. Deron Holmes leading the way tonight for the Flyers. He had a double-double. He led the Flyers with 19, and actually he led all scores with 19. 19 points, 12 rebounds for Deron Holmes tonight. Molly Smith with 13 points. Just one assist, very unusual for him, but Molly was not going to be shut out of his assist total for tonight, yeah. uh, at least notch in one. Timani Kamara with 11. Those are all three Flyers in double figures tonight. R.J. Blightney with eight. Kobe Elvis, the other starter, the last starter with four. And uh, they got, uh, as far as bench points, six points from Mustafa Amzil, but also uh, Mustafa productive in other areas, too. He had four assists and four boards. Uh, Nate and then Musa Soko with two off the bench and Kobe Brea thrown in uh, five points and four rebounds. So actually all, all three guys off the bench all had four rebounds. Yeah, and, and speaking of rebounds, um, we look really good at that. Um, we was on the glass, and uh, I believe we – Wind up having like uh, 40 or 44 rebounds. 44 to, 44 to the Rams, 24. Yeah. Plus 20 on the boards tonight. Yeah, so, you know, we was real aggressive uh, on that aspect, and that's a good thing. So now that we can continue that and be aggressive on the boards and control and take care of the ball, it's going to be a totally different team. One thing, Nate, that Dayton has really, really struggled for most of the season. They had started to pull the nose up a little bit on the turnover bug. The last few games, uh, it's, it was back with a vengeance tonight. They turned the ball over 18 times. Fordham was able to turn those into 15 points off those turnovers. Uh, Dayton still, Nate, has really got to really focus on just taking care and taking better care of the ball. Yeah, this uh, being complacent. You know, uh, we got complacent. We get up 14, and then we take our foot off the pedal. Uh, as a veteran team, as they get older and become a veteran team, they'll realize that once we're up 14, we're trying to go up 20. And once we get to 20, we try to go up to 25. And that's how they have to take every game instead of, okay, we're up 15 now. We can take a little breather. And what happens is when we're playing good teams, that little breather is what other teams need to get that confidence. Right. And all it takes is them to hit a couple shots. You hit a couple threes, and it's a different ball game. Dayton gets to 5-2 and two in Atlantic 10 play with the win, so they're trying to keep pace with the undefeated in Atlantic 10 play, the number 25, Davidson Wildcats. So, uh, the Flyers gain a half game tonight on the Idle Wildcats. So Davidson is sitting atop the conference, as I mentioned, as a top 25 team at 6-0. and eight. They have the nation's second longest winning streak. They've ripped off, I think, 15 in a row now uh, at Davidson. And, and Bob McKillop's team is white hot right now uh, in the Atlantic 10 as they stay atop the, the standings at an undefeated 6-0. and So Dayton, as far as the standings go, looking up at the uh, the Wildcats, and they trying to catch uh, Davidson, who is – far as this point in the season, they're, they're looking like the class of the A-10 at this point. Uh, yeah, they look good. Um, and, you know, hopefully uh, we'll get there. Um, it's not going to be this year, but, you know, if we work hard over the summer and come back and be ready, uh, we could be in the top two. Yep. We, we have the talent. We just need to get it all together and be consistent. That's our issue is being consistent and taking care of the ball. Yep. And, uh, you know, Dayton's been just straight-up dominant in this series. Uh, good to see them get a win after uh, Fordham got them for the first time, Nate, in 15 years. Uh, last year, of course, remember that, that awful loss to, um, 
to the to the Fordham Rams at home, but Dayton able to uh, get back on the winning side of this uh, this series. It's been a long time since Fordham's won. It. Actually, they've never won a game against Dayton at UD Arena. Hey, UD. Yeah, you know, like you said, uh, when we lose against Fordham, you don't forget about it. <laughs> <laughs> People don't forget that. Just ask the Richmond Rams. Uh, pretty quiet night in the A10, really, Nate. Just two games, the Dayton and Fordham, as Flyers getting a 68-61 win. Elsewhere, a closer one, or actually also a seven-point victory for the Richmond Spiders. They win over Rhode Island in Kingston, 70-63. to uh, And that's a roadie team that Dayton will see in just a few days on Friday, Friday. as Dayton goes uh, Tuesday, Friday this week. Yeah, uh, hopefully this will be a good one for us. Um, we go do what we're supposed to do and take care of business. we got to take care of that ball. Um, our big guys look good today, though. They were aggressive, and they were uh, making themselves a presence in the inside of attacking the basket. And when they were calling for the ball, posting up strong, and even when they got the ball, they made some solid post moves. And, you know, as freshmen, a lot of times they come in and they're a little raw, you know, but Holmes showed us some nice footwork today, and uh, he finished around the basket pretty well. Yep. Dayton now leads the all-time series between these two teams 33-6. to before that loss last year, Dayton had won 16 straight in this series. So they now won 17 of the last 18. I think few Dayton fans will forget that awful 55-54 loss last year uh, at Rose Hill Gym. Obviously, that was, uh, you know, not many people were there because of the weird COVID year. But uh, it was Fordham's, as I mentioned, their first win, Nate, in that series in 15 years. The Rams are now, after tonight's 68-61 Dayton win, Fordham is now 0-16 all-time at UD Arena. That's, That's just dominance hurt. right there. Yeah. <laughs> so we were supposed to take care of business, and we did it. Yep. It wasn't the prettiest, but we got it done. Right. That's right. That's, uh, that's how you got to look at it after what they did on Saturday. So yeah. it's John Bedell. It's former Flyer Nate Green and you here for Flyer Feedback as we await the live postgame comments of Dayton Flyers head coach Anthony Grand as he'll get ready to talk to Larry coming up here in a few minutes about this seven-point win for his Flyers. Nate, what do you think is going on in that locker room right now? What's Anthony going over as he's – talking with these guys during his cooling off period before coming out and talking to Larry? Uh, you know, he's probably telling him, you know, good job because we did get the victory, but um, we still got work to do. Um, you know, we got to pay attention to details, um, take care of the ball. You know, even at the end of the game, um, they was, you know, Fordham was trying to get into it with the players, trying to take the ball from when the whistle was blown, things like that. You know, as a veteran team, you ignore that. If they want the ball, they can have the ball. If the play is over. You know, and because those are kind of things that can change the momentum of a game as the refs see that cause a technical foul and now Fordham has momentum, Dayton's mad, and they're all flustered. Um, something little like that can change things, especially when they've been in the game. They, they were never out of the game. Yeah, what do you – I don't know. I mean, I, what do you chalk that up to, Nate, with, with Fordham just being able to hang around all night? you got to give Fordham credit. Yeah. I mean, you know, they're not the best team, but they came out and played hard. And – if we don't take care of the ball, that's how a lot of our games are going to look. We have to take care of the ball, and we kept giving them opportunities. They didn't capitalize on a lot of them, but they capitalized enough to stay in the game. And yeah. if we played a, another team, um, it could be different. I mean, even against Rhode Island, if we come out and we don't take care of the ball and we give them opportunities like we did for them tonight, it could be a different conversation. Is this still a team of the year that looks like they're – I mean, I, I think we know the answer to this, but, well – Save that thought for after the break, because I got music in my ear, which means, what does Anthony Grant think about this one? Well, he's ready to talk about it, and you'll hear his thoughts about this 68-61 win, because he is uh, live with Larry Hansgen on the other side of this break, right here on the Home of the Flyers.
The home of the Flyers, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. The home of the Flyers, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Larry Hanskin back here at the UD Arena where the Dayton Flyers defeat Fordham 68-61 to the court with Coach Grant brought to you by Pickle Schaefer and Ebling, the only law firm you'll ever need. Find out more at pselaw.com. There's no style points in making free throws and rebounds, but you know what? Sometimes it's it's those things, those little things that add up to winning basketball. Yeah. Larry, I thought um, we actually did a lot of good things tonight. I thought defensively we did a great job for about 30 minutes of the game. I thought we were able to be disruptive. The last 10 minutes or so kind of got out, out, out of a – we lost control of it from the three-point line. I, I tell the guys the, the three-point line is always the great equalizer in college basketball can change a game. They were able to, to create penetration, kick out for threes. And so another learning lesson for our guys in terms of in those situations when you got a 14-point lead, um, the importance of understanding the, the, the difference that the three-point line can make is critical. Right, so we, we were able to learn that lesson through winning tonight, hopefully. Um, you know, that's something that we'll, we'll get better at. Um, they shot 39% from the three-point line. We talked about before the game that they were a team that shot a lot of threes. You know, and so um, yeah, that's something that we'll take away. And obviously, again, the turnovers. You know, the first half we had 12, finished the game with 18. They had 13 steals on those turnovers, which it's hard to guard live ball turnovers. You can't, you can't you know, defend that. So we were fortunate that, um, you know, things worked our way. What was great to see tonight is um, I thought we shared the ball for the most part. Uh, I thought we took advantage where we had advantages in the post, plus 20 on the backboard. Um, I thought, uh, you know, as you mentioned down the stretch, some big free throws. Guys did a good job of understanding how to close out the game. So we'll uh, we'll try to learn those lessons or, or, or uh, you know, figure out with a quick turnaround again on Friday, how much of this can help us as we move forward as a team because we want to continue to get better. Uh, but again, we got a, a real quick turnaround with Friday's game. Yeah, I thought Fordham's game plan was really good. You said coming in, they do some unorthodox things and, 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 and for stretches of time, you, yeah. you weren't able to be comfortable on yeah. offense. And some, even to the point where sometimes they made guys uncomfortable by giving them uncomfortable open shots. Yeah, yeah. and that, that's their strategy. You know, in, in terms of the way they play, they they want to force certain guys to get out of character and and uh, and not uh, not do what they're accustomed to doing. And so they did that tonight. You know, it's an unconventional defense, and I thought, you know, forced us to have to have to just go and play it a few times. Where you saw, you know, tonight, you know, Deuce dribbling the ball up the floor and going to making a play. Tamani dribbling the ball up the floor, going to make a play. Stop for different guys tonight. Um, you know, I thought, uh, you know, obviously uh, Elijah was not eligible. Uh, upper body injury, a hand injury that he's dealing with. Uh, so he wasn't available tonight. So some guys had to, you know, play uh, different roles than what they're accustomed to. And I thought they did a really good job of that. Um, gave, gave us some really valuable minutes. Um, yeah, so, I mean, there were, there were a lot of things tonight, I think, that, you know, as you mentioned, you know, were kind of unorthodox a little bit for us. But it was good to see the guys be able to make those adjustments. One final thing, uh, you know, you mentioned Deuce making plays. And, and obviously we've seen him do some great things in the transition game and in pick and roll. Was this maybe his strongest game of just pure post moves? Yeah, I don't rate him. You know, I, I felt like um, we had an advantage there. You know, so, um, you know, I, I challenged Deuce in the first half to go 
and take advantage where he had the advantage. You know, and uh, that's what we needed tonight. They, they, they did some things that took away some other guys, and they said, no, you're going to have to be able to be effective doing this. And so, you know, he's such an unselfish guy. Uh, sometimes a part of being unselfish is to go dominate when you, when you have the opportunity to dominate. And so he's learning that. And uh, I thought he did a good job of it tonight. All right, Coach, congratulations on the win. Thank you. All right, uh, that does wrap things up here. Coach mentioned quick turnaround. Uh, it's uh, Ram Week continues on Friday night with a visit from Rhode Island right back here at the UD Arena for a 7 o'clock game. On behalf of our crew here courtside, our engineer producer, Alex Schilling, Brooks Hall filling in for the legend, Bucky Bockhorn, Larry Hanskin, reminding you one more time, our final was Dayton 68 and Fordham 61. Now stick around for more of Flyer Feedback. The home of the Flyers, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. The Bud Light Post Game Show on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, brought to you by Bud Light. Where there's fun, there's a Bud Light there. Premier Health, proud to be the official health care provider for UD Athletics. Learn more at premierhealth.com slash UD. Frickers, for over 30 years, has been the home of fun, food, sports, and spirits. Care Source, individual and family health insurance that has you covered with kindness. Vandalia Blacktop and Seal Coating, make your parking lot look great again. Go to VandaliaBlacktop.com to see how. And by Logan AC and Heat Services, the official heating and cooling partner of the UD Flyers, helping fans stay comfortable all season long. The Bud Light Post Game Show on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. University of Dayton Basketball is a presentation of 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. The announcers for today's game were chosen in conjunction with the University of Dayton. The home of the Flyers, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Hey, everybody. Welcome back into Flanagan's Pub. It's John Bedell, former Flyer Nate Green. Number five in your programs, number one in your heart. Back here at Flanagan's Pub for Flyer Feedback. Dayton winner tonight, 68-61 over the Fordham Rams. The seven-point win gets Dayton to 13-7 overall, 5-2 in a 10 play, and they gain a half game tonight on the idle Davidson Wildcats, the number 25 Davidson Wildcats as they sit atop the a 10 right now at 6-0. Nate Green uh, hearing from... Our buddy Anthony Grant, Dayton's head coach, some good, some bad in his postgame comments, just reflective of just kind of the game it was. Good, plus 20 on the boards. Some more good, hitting some free throws down the stretch to salt this game away. Another good point. The first 30 minutes, Anthony thought they were disruptive defensively. Uh, some of the bad. Turnovers, obviously. 18 overall, 12 of those in the first half. A lot of live ball turnovers. Those are killers. Yeah. And then uh, the last 10, Anthony talked about he felt like they lost control, uh, especially when you look at defensively what they were doing at the three-point line. And then also another negative for the Flyers is that they allow the Rams to shoot 39% from beyond the arc. Yeah, and that's what, you know, I was talking about how uh, we got to be consistent. You know, once we get up 14, we take our foot off the gas, and we got to keep it down. Um, and being a veteran team, you will learn that when you're up 14 – you know, you guard the three-point line. You make them put it on the floor and you get to the basket, and that will take time. And like I said, once they become a more experienced team, that stuff will come into play and it'll act like it was just something that they do every day. Um, but right now, we just got to keep working on it. You know, I, we can't see Anthony when he's talking to Larry, Nate, but you can hear him. Obviously, this is the radio. This is theater of the mind. And 
I feel like being around Anthony as long as we have, you could just hear it in his voice, in his tone, when he tells Larry, quote, how much of this, the way he said that, can help us get better as a team. I mean, that tells me, Nate, he's overall really not that pleased with big picture what he's – I mean, yes, they get the win, yeah. but he didn't seem real real pleased with it. No, and um, he shouldn't be because, you know, we're trying to get to a certain level and we're not there yet, and he know it takes hard work, and we just got to get after the players and let them know if, you know, we sit there and feed them lies like, oh, yeah, you had a great game and this was a good win, then – that's not helping us. we got to be really blunt with them and let them know, like, we got this win, but there was a lot of things we need to work on. There were some good things, and, you know, you got to point out your good things so that they don't become bad habits. Right. But, you know, we did. We rebounded the ball well. Uh, they was aggressive inside and made a presence in the post. The, uh, Holmes had some good moves in the post. Uh, we pressured them and made them turn the ball over a little bit and made them speed up their game. But then we fell into their habits and then yeah. – they started to pick up, and we wasn't guarding the three-point line, and they started to hit some shots. And, you know, the three-point line can be either your friend or it's going to be your enemy. And, you know, when you're up 14, that's what you need to guard is that three-point line because we can, we'll take a two instead of a three. Right. As Anthony always says, it is the three ball, Nate. It is the great equalizer in college basketball. Yeah. <laughs> so tonight, though, Dayton does escape with a seven-point win uh, and uh, just – you know, the, the turnovers, Nate, is what was hard for me to see is that, you know, 18 turnovers, that's – you got to – they've got to take care of the ball better than that. Yes. We have to, um, especially because, you know, Coach Grant is not just looking at this game. He's looking for the future. And for us to go far and uh, do well in the postseason and do well in the A-10 tournament, we have to take care of the ball. And when we take care of the ball, that means that we have more opportunities to score. Yeah. So we just got to do a better job at it. Anthony also mentioned in his postgame comments with Larry that uh, Elijah Weaver was unavailable tonight. He did not play because of, uh, this is one of Anthony's trademarks, upper body injury. Yeah. Uh, then he got more specific, thankfully, and said hand injury so that he has been dealing with. So Weaver was out tonight uh, with a hand injury that Anthony said he's been dealing with. So we'll see if he's... Uh, available for Friday against Rhodey, or if they're going to maybe uh, see the backcourt depth, you know, suffer a little bit going into Friday as well. So hopefully that's something that doesn't linger too terribly long for this Dayton team. Yeah, because we need him. Um, he's a big aspect of the team, and uh, he's a leader. And we need him on the floor to help the other guys. Um, but, you know, like I said, we, we did good. I mean, could have been better, but we did. We took care of business. We just got to understand and learn from this that, we can't play like this when we want to play a Davison or yeah. if we want to go back and win against St. Bonnie. We can't play this type of game. Or VCU on the road yeah. with those kind of turnovers, man. Yes. Woo. Forget that. Bud Light Mike is available. It's Leslie from Ideal Travel. Great to be back after a year of not being able to do trips to follow the Flyers on the road. Um, we've had our ups and downs so far as this season, but the one thing that doesn't waver is the energy that the fans bring to a game. Thus, I am for the first time revealing to the fan base we have a trip to the Atlantic 10 tournament in Washington, D.C. Four-night package, March 9th to the 13th, includes round-trip nonstop air out of Dayton, four hotel nights including continental breakfast, walking distance to the game venue, and all-session game tickets. Also, airport transfers, price $10.99 plus tax per person based on double occupancy. First time to reserve your trip is tomorrow starting at 10 a.m., 
Give Ideal Travel a call at 937-223-7447. That's Leslie at Ideal Travel, 937-223-7447. Go Flyers. Awesome. Thank you, Leslie. And now I got music on my ear, so it's time to pay some bills. It's John Bedell, former Flyer Nate Green, and you here for Flyer Feedback. More of it after this break right here on the Home of the Flyers. This is Flyer Feedback, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. You're listening to Flyer Feedback on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Call with your questions and comments now, 457-1290. Flyer Feedback on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Hey, everybody. Welcome back into Flanagan's Pub. It's John Bedell, former Flyer Nate Green, and you here live from Flanny's for Flyer Feedback. Some good, some bad over at the arena tonight, but in the end, a seven-point win over the Fordham Rams. Overall, fair. We didn't lose to Fordham. That's a step uh, in the right direction compared to last year, Nate. Oh, yeah. It's, it's <laughs> always, when you get that W, it's always a good step in the right direction. Uh, we just got to take a couple more steps. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Fordham came into tonight. Their net ranking was 175, so that was a quad four opportunity. Well, it was a quad four game. You don't want to call a quad four game an opportunity because it's not uh, for the Dayton Flyers because it's a home game versus a 161-plus team. So always advisable, Nate Green, for the resume uh, not to lose a quad four game. So Dayton survives tonight with uh, the seven-point win. They were up 12 at the break. Their lead throughout different parts of both halves was as large as 14 in the end, they close it out uh, with a seven-point win against Fordham. And Ram Week continues. Short turnaround, Nate. Their first double weekday week uh, of a 10 season where they get uh, Rhode Island Rams. Uh, Rhodey comes in here on Friday night here at the arena. Yeah, and that was a good thing about when I was playing is uh, having games close like that because you don't have to worry about, you know, having a real hard practice, coming in, focusing on the next team and what they are uh, going to bring to the table and make sure that we've got our game playing together. And then we come out and take care of business. And then even the frustrations and the things that we didn't do well in this game, we have a short turnaround to get them better. Right. You know, because as me, as a player, you keep that, you keep it close to you. Like, I'm not going to make that mistake again. And when you have a game close to it, you don't lose it. Sometimes when you have that week off, it, you kind of forget where you was messing up at. And, you know, coach got to remind you a couple times in practice. But we're having such a short uh, uh, break. That it's good for us. Yep. Deron Holmes paced all scores with 19. He also added 12 rebounds for another double-double on the year. Molly Smith had 13 points, one assist. Tamani Kamara had 11 for the Flyers, and that was it in terms of Flyers and double figures. R.J. Blakeney had eight. Kobe Elvis, to round out the starting lineup, had four. And then they got six, two, and five off the bench from Mustafa Amzil, Musa Soko, and Kobe Brea, respectively. And then Fordham, as we all know, Nate, uh, has got a local kid. Uh, on the roster with Darius Quisenberry. He's a Springfield native, a Wayne High School grad. Uh, a lot of fans might remember he played his first three years of college ball at Youngstown State, and then he transferred from that Penguins program to Fordham as a grad transfer. So he's uh, right now in the Bronx. He's the A-10's leading scorer. He dropped 36 points in a close one-possession loss against a top-25 Davidson team on Friday night. He drops uh, 17 uh, for the Rams to lead uh, Fordham in scoring tonight. So by uh, by his standards, by Quisenberry's standards, maybe a little quiet of a night uh, in terms of filling up the stat sheet, Nate. Yeah, I'm glad it was quiet. 
<laughs> I mean, you worry about the hometown kid coming back like that, right? I mean, yeah, as a yeah. visitor. Oh yeah, you come back and you know they have their career on us. A lot of times, you know, we we have a lot of players that come in that is local or close to this area, and they come out and have career days. And if he would have had a career day tonight, uh, it might have been a different game. Um, we got to take care of business. Uh, I can't even say it enough, though. You know, we up 14 points. We got to take care of the ball, stay focused, run our offense, get the shots that we want. And what we were doing was going up 14, and then Fordham was putting a little pressure on us, and we yep. were giving, and we were taking shots that they wanted us to take. You know, we're playing, they were playing off of us and making us take shots, and we don't have to do that. We play our game. If you're not going to come guard us, pull the ball back out, run the offense, and get the ball where we want it to go. I know there's been some frustration, Nate, from Dayton fans that I've seen where, and let me know what you think about this, that, that Dayton seems, they don't impose their will as much as they have in the past. They're, they're, they're very, they seem prone to, at times, just, well, whatever style of ball the opponent wants to play, they're going to they're gonna kind of be sucked into that. Yeah, and, that and that comes from being young. When you're young, you don't understand the aspects and the dynamics of the game like that. All you're thinking about is, I'm about to go out and play. But there's strategies. And, you know, Fordham had a good strategy today. And um, the strategy, for the most part, worked. It kept them in the game. Yeah. You know? And we have to focus on our strategy and what we're supposed to do and make sure that we stick to it. And we're going to beat a dead horse, but we got to take care of the ball. Yeah, well, it's been the problem all year. I mean, yeah. you know, eight, 18, that's unacceptable. That's unacceptable levels again. You try to keep it to 10 or fewer. Uh, and with as many, you know, Anthony mentioned it to Larry, too. It's not just the turnovers, Nate. They had a lot of, what, 11 live ball turnovers? I mean, those are the ones that kill you. Yeah, because, you know, now they're in transition doing those and getting easy baskets. Now you got a, uh, instead of five on five, now you got a three on one or two on two. You know, it makes a big difference. Yeah. But like Mike is available, Jeff and Dayton, we find him there right now. Hey, guys. Uh, you know, I think we're going to, I think we're going to see a lot more of, uh, what Fordham did against us defensively. You know, they denied Malachi the ball early in the shot clock. Don't let him bring it up. Make Don't let him start the offense. Up. And then later on, sag on Holmes. Don't let him beat you inside. And statistically, you know, you, you let Malachi and Kamara shoot the three. You, the two guys that didn't run wide open were named Kobe. You know, they, they were not allowed to get open on the three. And... And, uh, you know, I, I thought it was a really good game plan. And even that being said, had we not turned the ball over, as Nate has said, this game yeah. is a 20-point game. Yeah. should have been. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, as you said, that their game plan was to make other people make shots and uh, make plays for us. And as time goes on, as we get older and we get more mature, those things will come natural and they'll feel more comfortable playing that role because – at any given time, somebody's going to have to step up and win a game for us. And you never know when your night is going to be your night. So you just got to be ready at all times. And for me, if they're not guarding you, I'm going to make sure that they're guarding me. They're going to respect me after this game, and they'll never do that playing again. Yeah. Unorthodox was the word that we kept hearing. Brooks used it throughout the game to describe that defensive strategy. Anthony and Larry talked about it in the game, you know, in their postgame comments, Nate. I mean, that's just what – I think at some point you just got to do if you're a team like Fordham because you're just you're just not that good. Yeah. Got to try something different. Shake it up a little bit. They shook it up for us. <laughs> they definitely did that. <laughs> but Dayton does get the win, though, thankfully. Uh, the seven-point win gets Dayton to 13-7 uh, and 5-2 uh, and two overall. And they got a tough stretch coming up here, Nate, because you got 
with this whole week they've got between now and a week from tonight, you've got Fordham at home, which is not tough, but, you know, you survived them. But looking ahead now, you've got uh, Rhodey, which is always, historically at least, yeah. a close game. Whether it's here or in Kingston, it's here on Friday night. That's the first game he got this year with Rhodey because the first one was postponed by COVID within that Rams program. And then Ram Week continues. You go to uh, the Siegel Center in Richmond, uh, Virginia next week to play uh, Mike Rhodes and company, and that's going to be a tough road game. And then you go to St. Louis on Friday next, or to close the week next week. Yeah, so you got two tough road trips next week. Good test for us, you know, to see how mature we then came and how much have we have grown since we started this. Because I can tell you now, a lot of our fans probably wasn't thinking we was going to be as good as we are right now when the beginning of the season started. You know, everybody was talking about, oh, well, we might have to uh, think about next year, but we still got a chance this year. You know, we're still in the top five in the A-10 right now, and then that could change. You know, it only takes a game or two for us to be in the top three. And then now we're looking at getting the bye for the uh, A-10 tournament and then trying to, get you know, take care of business there and getting the, um, getting into the uh, NCAA. Yep. So we right. still have, have to, we still have, have be, a chance. They have to be auto bid. So, but yeah. uh, like yeah. you said, I mean, right now it's all about trying to keep pace with Davidson. They're ripping off. They haven't lost yet. They've won 13, 14, 15 in a row, whatever it is. Uh, 6-0 and atop the league. And yeah. then, um, you know, uh, we'll see. You just got to keep pace. Yeah. But, but with us, you know, it kind of scares me a little bit because we're that type of team right now that we can play with the number one team in the country or then we can – be at the bottom and getting smacked by the sorriest team in the league you know so we have to be ready and be focused because we don't know which team we're going to get but hopefully yeah. we get it together and uh we figure it out when i think that's that's what's kind of frustrating about to look back for a second Nate, about saturday not closing out george mason only scoring 49 points and you know i get that you can look at Saturday as Anthony did in his post-game comments then and say, well, we did great defensively because we only gave up 50. Okay, well, yeah, true. But <laughs> when you only muster 49, like, you know, that's because I, that's a game, I think, with when you're chasing an undefeated team right now at the top of the standings and you're yeah, at 5-2, and two, which is not hateful. That's, that's pretty good by this point, you know. I think you would have taken 5-2 and two before the 8-10 season started. But what I'm saying is you're going to want to have Saturday back. When you drop a road game against an actually good team, like maybe next Tuesday or next Friday against VC or St. Louis, that, that pad, that's one you're going to want to have back, dropping that game at George Mason. Yes, yes. And, we, and hopefully it doesn't come and bite us later down the road. Right. But, um, you never know. we got to look forward and look for the future and stay focused. That's all we can do. We can't change what happened. Yep, and they'll look ahead. Uh, Nate, did you prefer, like, when you're in your playing days, you know, you turn around after playing on a Tuesday night, you're playing Friday instead of Saturday. They've been going Tuesday, Saturday, or Wednesday, Saturday the last several weeks. Did it make a difference to you whether you guys were playing on a Friday night or, like, an early Saturday morning or early Saturday afternoon game? Uh, I prefer not to do the early games, but, you know, it, it is what it is. You know, that's what we signed up for. Yep. So just got to be ready. I mean, you wouldn't be going to Tim's on Friday night anyways with the game on Saturday, would you, Nate? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no walls on Friday night <laughs> no, ahead of that Saturday uh, game? After the Saturday's game. <laughs> I mean, what's practice like, too? When you got a short turnaround, Nate, what's it like between tomorrow, Thursday, as you're getting ready for game day Friday? What's different? Um, you, you're really focusing on details in practice, um, you know, working on some of the things that we didn't do right in this game, you know. Uh, once again, going back, taking care of the ball, making good passes, uh, slowing the ball down when we're in transition and not forcing it and turning it over. 
Um, being able being able to have the confidence to knock down that open shot when they're not guarding you and it feels a little weird, you know. You get those repetitions in practice, so when the game time comes, you're like, oh, okay, this is natural. Instead, yeah. you know, sometimes they go in and they're not focused on those things, and then when the game time comes, it, you know, it's like a deer with the headlights on. Yeah, well, Dayton gets it done tonight, 68-61, a seven-point winner over Fordham. It's John Bedell, former Flyer Nate Green, and you here for Flyer Feedback. It continues the home stretch of it on the other side of this break right here on the Home of the Flyers. This is Flyer Feedback, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. You're listening to Flyer Feedback on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Call with your questions and comments now, 457-1290. Flyer Feedback on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Hey, everybody, for the last time tonight, welcome back into Flanagan's Pub. It's John Bedell, former Flyer Nate Green, and you here for Flyer Feedback tonight. Dayton a winner, seven points over the Fordham Rams. They will continue the Ram Tour with the Roadie Rams on Friday and then the VCU Rams next Tuesday on the road in Richmond, Virginia. But Dayton takes care of business tonight. They get to 13-7 and seven overall. They're now 5-2 and two. In Atlantic 10 play, and they gain in the A-10 standings a half a game on the idle and number 25, Davidson Wildcats, who are as playing as hot as anybody around the country right now, Nate Green. Yeah, they look good out there, um, Davidson does. Um, it's a good thing there in our conference, makes our conference look good. Um, so if we can go and uh, take care of business, because I think we got them, what, the last game yeah, of the regular night. season? Yeah, senior night on March 5th. Yeah, so that's mm-hmm. going to be a good one. And by that time, uh, I think we should have all these little kinks and um, things out of our system. Yep. And we're taking care of the ball then. Because if we take care of the ball against them and we play aggressive like we did tonight in the post, um, it's going to be a good game. Uh, we just got to remember, uh, you know, we had guys that did some things that they normally didn't do tonight. You know, Fordham made us do that. You know, guys bringing up the ball that normally don't bring the ball up. You know, guys were open for some jump shots that normally don't take those jump shots. But yeah. um, that's when it comes to practice. You know, you you go to practice and become an all-around player. So when you are put in these situations, you can handle it and do a good job at it. Yeah. Not saying that you're going to do it all the time, but when the time comes, you'll be ready to handle it. Right. And the Atlantic 10 writ large has now had two top 25 teams this year. Obviously not at the same time because – Bonaventure was a preseason top 25 team. They held on to that ranking for a few weeks. They've fallen out of the top 25, of course, and now here comes Davidson ascending uh, with that win streak they're riding right now, Nate, into the top 25 for the first time uh, this week with Bob McKillop's Wildcats. Yeah, it looks good for our conference, that's for sure. Yep. All right, quick turnaround, Nate. What has Dayton got to do, do you think, in practice between now and Friday night as they get ready for a Rhode Island Rams team to come in here at the Decibel Dungeon on Friday night? Get a lot of shots up and work on transitioning and getting the ball to the open person and them knocking the shots down. Because we did have quite a few shots that, you know, if they would have fallen, it would have been a different game and we would have been up by 20. But they were giving us these opportunities. We just didn't take advantage of them. Right. Rhode Island's also 12-6. and They played tonight, too. They lost. They lost at home in Kingston to the Richmond Spiders. Rhodey drops a 70-63 decision to Richmond at the Ryan Center, so they're now twelve and six overall, and Rhodey is now three and, and even three and three, five hundred and eight ten play. So coming into the night, Nate, I mean it's not a it's a it's a decent Rhodey team. Their metrics are pretty good. One twelve net, ninety six Ken Palm, so it's a near top one hundred team in both of those metrics. Yeah. Um, and as we say, you know, 
you don't want to think about one possession games. Dayton fan doesn't when you talk about the Rhode Island Rams because, man, from uh, you know Mavunga to uh, all those guys during my era to the Baron boys, the yeah. Baron brothers, you never want to think about a one possession game with Rhodey. So let's let's put the Rams away on Friday night. Dayton, yeah, and not, remove all doubt there. <laughs> let's take care of business. Focus on the things that we didn't do well this game, and then the things that we did do well. We got to continue to do that. We got to continue to stay on the glass and rebound the ball because without that. We don't have a chance to score. Damn. Got it. Go ahead. Yeah, got to correct myself. Mavunga is a former Miami Redhawk. I'm thinking of Dustin Halenga, which I think is a four-letter word for Dayton fans. Uh-huh. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we just got to go out and take care of business, and I think it's going to be a good game for us. Should be fun. Should be a good crowd at the arena, too, on yeah, uh, Friday come, night. For come come good. with a lot of energy, a lot of noise. That's what we're going to need. Yeah, good, uh, good close of the week game. And, and then we'll see. Nate, things get real tough next week. You got a double road trip next week. Rody on Tuesday, St. Louis later in the week. That's that's a tough road trip right there. Yeah, and those are the tough ones because, you know, your body's adjusting and people don't understand even though, you know, you got charter flights, uh, you're still in the air and you still got that layover and that drag and trying to transition from hotels and then going to the arena. It gets a little tough, but we got to be mentally prepared. Yeah, and then, of course, next week you have to deal with the very exciting brand of basketball, uh, which is called fouling all the time. I believe they pronounce foul uh, havoc in, in Richmond, I believe is how they pronounce that with that yeah. that yeah. accent down there. We better hit free throws. <laughs> free throws win games. You got to hit free throws against VCU, and then you better shore up that turnover bug by the time you hit Tuesday night. Yes. So we'll and see if. And continue rebounding. Yep. Yep, so we'll see. You know, like we said, some good, some bad, a mixed bag tonight. In the end, fair, they come away with a win. Yeah. Moving on to Rhodey on Friday, so we'll see if they can if they can bottle up some of the good they got tonight and correct some of these, like the turnovers, and uh, still, you know, learning how to close out games. We'll see if they can carry that into Friday in this game against Rhodey. Yes. So, Dayton fans, that is going to do it for us tonight. Uh, Dayton a winner, 68 68- 61 over the Fordham Rams. We will talk to you Friday night after Dayton plays the Rhode Island Rams. Until then, for my partner tonight, former Flyer Nate Green, I'm John Bedell saying thanks for listening, everybody, and go Flyers.